going to start recording right now. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we are, Jill Stilaccio at You Deserve More, here with my partner, Ben Motives. We're going to start to have a conversation about what the hell do we want to do with our fucking lives? What do you think, Ben? I think that's a... Uh... It sounds like an easy question, but a mm-hmm. lot of people, they have no idea what they want to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, even for me as a child, I never knew what I wanted to be until I got like 20, 21, you know, yeah. my college years in my undergraduate program. I remember like starting college, switching from major to major to major because I was so confused. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was at the state of mind where a lot of my friends, they always knew what they wanted to be. Like mm-hmm. in high school, they knew exactly what they wanted. To it do. always seemed that way. Yeah, right. It always but seemed did that they way. really? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure because a lot of them are doing things that they're not really happy with. Yeah. And a lot of people are doing things because mommy and daddy told them to do it. Exactly. Or somebody said, oh, you know what you would be good at? And so you just say, oh, well, they, you know, Roger said I'd be good at, you know, being a zookeeper. So that's what I'm going to fucking do. Yeah. And you're miserable, right? like five, 10 years later, because, and you don't even realize you're not living the life that you really want to be living. Yeah. Exactly. You don't realize it. Yeah. And then you become trapped in a system where you're going to work every single day, nine mm-hmm. to five for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're dreading for Fridays to come. You enjoy the weekend, but you uh-huh. don't love Monday through Thursday because you hate your job. Mm, that is so true for so many people probably listening right now. Because how many people really, if you really think about it, whoever's listening, when you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready to go to work, what are the thoughts that are going through your head? Oh, fuck, right? Oh, I don't want to do this, right? I hate my boss. I hate that guy, you know, in the next cubicle or, you know, whatever it is. And we come up with all of these reasons why we hate it, but really it has nothing to do with anybody else has nothing to do with our job. It's about us not giving ourselves an opportunity to really figure out what makes us tick. Exactly. And then just going for it. Right. Exactly. And we're mad at ourselves. Right. Right. it, It affects us. Yeah. You know, we're not happy with our job. So it affects the way we treat our customers, our clients. Mm -hmm. It affects everything that we do. Yep. You know? Yep. If you go, if you go into Walmart and the customer service representative is is having an attitude with you, it's not you. Yeah. It's them. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Like what happened to fucking her? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so many people don't realize that like that, that is so liberating. Once you find that out, that it has nothing to do with um, you mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, when other people are responding to you negatively, it's always about them and what's going on with them, you know, yeah. and it's got nothing to do with you. But so many people allow that to take their power, Exactly. you know, and it just fucks everything up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for everybody to find out their passion, mm. you know, their purpose. So how do you do that? Like from your from your experience, your personal experience, because you're a real passionate guy. One of the things that I hear about you actually from a lot of our listeners is they're like, oh, I love Ben Motives. Like he's so aggressive, he's so passionate, <laughs> he's so intense and it's so cool, you know? So, 
you know, when they're listening to you, like, they're like, this is a passionate fucking guy. Like, and they're, you know, I know when I first met you, I'm like, why is this guy so happy? And like, <laughs> what the hell is good? What is he taking? You know, like, I want some of that, you know, but for you, it's kind of just a way of being, you know, like, how do you become that passionate, intense person? Or at least how do you find that passion? What do you think? I think for me, it was like a trial and error, you know? Yeah. It was it was more of me just finding out what I really love mm -hmm. and doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the thing. Like I, I tell everybody, figure out something that you enjoy doing, something that you can do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Even if you're getting paid to do it or if you're not making any money. Yeah. Nobody has to tell you to do it. You just do it anyway because if you don't do it, you feel different, right? Mm. If you don't do it, you can't sleep, mm -hmm. you can't eat. Mm -hmm. It's just like, what am I living for? Right. And that's how you know that you love something. Like I like to compare it to a mom with her daughter, right? If a mother doesn't see her child for like five days, two weeks, oh. you know, they're like, oh. It's like a withdrawal, right? Exactly. So that's, that's like the love of your life. The love right? of your life. Got it. So your passion got to be the love of your life. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something. I don't mean to cut you off, but because I'm sure there's people out there wondering, how do you know what you love? What if you have no idea? It's tough. It's very, it's very tough. It's very tough. But I think you, you will always know genuine happiness, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It gives you a feeling of fulfillment. Mm -hmm. That's when you know that you love something. Yeah. It gives you a feeling of fulfillment. Yeah. You do it and you feel as if there is meaning to your life. Money or not. Money or not. Right. You know, m money can't buy happiness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If money was able to buy happiness, mm -hmm. you would never see these rich people commit suicide. Right. Mm. Good point. Money is tangible. That's why I don't chase money. Mm -hmm. I follow my passion mm -hmm. and money follow me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the key. That's one of the biggest keys to success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, know? you know, for me, I find that like what we're doing here with the um, entertainment aspect, right? Like the media aspect, the podcast, like, you know, uh, the collaboration and all of this, I'm realizing right now, actually, as we're going through this, that this is kind of what I was always supposed to do. Nice. And I know this because this is exactly what I was fucking terrified to do 20 years ago. I remember saying to my mother when I was very young that I wanted to be an actress. I remember telling her I wanted to be like in entertainment, right? And my mother, because she's so, you know, like she doesn't want her kids to struggle. And you think about like, oh my God, my daughter, an actress in New York City all alone or whatever, you know, so she's being protective. She says, I don't know if I want my daughter to struggle like that. And so I, I had this mentality of, okay, maybe that's not the right choice, right? And so I, I started doing other things and I had such conflict inside of me. I mean, I was this girl, this is a funny story. I just got to share when you remember when Titanic came out. Oh, of course. So you got the Rose and the Jack, right? And that whole story, and I'll never let go, right? I'll never let go Jack and Celine Dion with my heart will go on and all that shit. 
I used to act out those scenes in my bedroom alone, learn how to like cry on contact and like do all that drama shit, you know, and all of that alone in my bedroom, right? Secluded because I thought that if I brought that out, if I showed people that, I thought I'd be rejected. Wow. You know? So like, it's funny because you think about, think about like all of those celebrities out there right now, they all say the same thing. Like they were dorks in high school, right? Everybody thought they were fucking weird. Everybody made fun of them and all this shit. And look at them now winning Oscars and all that shit, right? Because they followed what they wanted to do regardless. Yeah. And so now it's like, oh my God, it's, it's the thing. You know what it is? You know what passion is? Finding out what you love. It's that thing that you're afraid to fucking do. Right? Wow. So true. So true. And that's why it's very important for everybody to be themselves. You got to be yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what nobody say. Yeah. You got to do what you love. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to be happy for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, you can't listen to anybody else. It's not their life. It's your life. Mm -hmm. You know, every time you try to do something for the first time, you're going to be scared to do it. Mm -hmm. You ever got a bicycle? You know, mm. the training wheels on it. Oh, my God. You get on it, and the first times, the first few times, you fall off. Oh, yeah. But then what happens? You get better and better mm -hmm. and better. Right. Right. Exactly. But you got to fall. You got to fall a few times. You got to fall a few times. Right? And that kind of goes along with, we talk a lot about success and failure. I think you put out a lot of videos on this. I did a video on this, and how people think that they're afraid of failure, but really they're afraid of success right? And they're afraid of success because with success comes a lot of responsibilities and expectations and comes a lot of shit that they don't know they're, if they're able to do. They don't know if they're going to be able to kind of keep up with it. But failure is something that's very cushy and cozy, you know? And um, everyone's used to failure. But people don't realize that like failure is a part of success, exactly. right? You have to fail to get to success, right? So like, I think the difference between successful people and people that aren't is being able to embrace the failures as challenges yes. as opposed to, oh, I'm gonna give up now, right? Because our brains are wired to just like protect us and keep us surviving and keep us alive. And so it's always gonna tell you, don't do that, don't do that whenever there's some anxiety, exactly. but you have to push through that and just do it anyway. And that's the difference between following your mind and following your heart. Great point. You no, know, I love failure. I don't get discouraged when I fail because failure gives me something that nobody else can give me. Yeah. And that's chances. Yeah. A yeah. chance to succeed. Mm -hmm. Where would any successful person be without failure? You know? They wouldn't be here. Every attempt, you get better and better and better. Mm -hmm. You learn from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. You don't make the same mistake again. Mm -hmm. Failure gives us that knowledge that's needed yes. to take us to the next level. Yes, yes. It's interesting, you know, if you like just kind of sit back and think about where your life is. And for our listeners, if you think about where your life is right now, just think about everything that's happened up to this point, right? You've learned something from everything. Wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be, right here, right now. And it's going to get you even further, but you cannot give up. You have to keep moving gotta keep moving right you cannot give up mm -hmm. giving up is not an option right you already experienced the pain mm -hmm. at least get a reward from it 
Mm-hmm. You gotta mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. You know, the struggle is hard, but if you can stay with it, mm-hmm. success is gonna come. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. The struggle builds strength. Right. The struggle builds resiliency. Right. The struggle builds humility. Right. Acceptance. The struggle is needed to get you to that next level of your yeah. life. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to appreciate the success. You yeah. know, if you can't appreciate the struggle, yeah. how are you going to appreciate oh, success? Absolutely. Absolutely. And know what success is when it hits you, right? Like we, we're in this society that tells us that success is when money starts to come in, when I live in a fucking mansion, when I'm driving a Maserati, you know, when I got everything that I've, but the truth is if you're focused on all those external things, you're just going to want more external things. So you're actually ironically living in a place of lack. Exactly. It's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. True success is when you can put your head down at night in peace and you can say, that was a great fucking day. Right. Regardless of money or anything like that, you know, you contributed something to the world. Really helping other people is really what it's all about. So, okay. So let's, let's kind of, uh, look at this. So you said, you got to know what you love in order to find your passion. It's usually something that you're just afraid to kind of get out there and do. Correct. You know? So if you like, think about the thing that you're so scared that people are going to reject you for, that may be it. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's definitely it. it. So it'll take a look at that and just kind of embrace that and process that for a minute, you know, and maybe write some things down. Like, what do you want to do? Like, if you had no nerves and you had no anxiety, what would you do? What'd you do? Yeah. You know, like, if you could have make a wish today mm. for the best life that you can possibly ever imagine. Mm-hmm. What would that life be and how would that life look? Wow. No limitations. Limitations are in your imagination. Yes. Right? Yes, we make them up. Right? Like our mind is a prison. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some practical strategies maybe to give everybody, right? Everybody listening so that they can actually like do the work and uh, put it, put it down something tangible so they can figure out what is going to um, give them some passion and fulfillment in their own lives as well. Cool beans. All right. All right. Awesome. So we will be right back. Stay tuned. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Jill Stellaccio and Ben Motives here on You Deserve More. Our first segment, we were talking a little bit about our own experiences uh, regarding what we want to do with our lives and how to figure this out. Um, And now we want to give you some practical strategies 
uh, that you can kind of take with you and do what you will with so that you can kind of figure out what it is that you're passionate about, what it is that you want to do with your own lives. Because it's it's a really hard process until you have somebody really kind of tell you these things. You really don't know. A lot of people are walking around just unconscious. You know, they don't know what's going on. So, uh, Ben, what are some strategies you think? What would be like the first strategy you think would, would help somebody out out there that needs help with this? So you want to find your passion? I think the first thing that you've got to do is remember what you love doing as a child. Yeah. Because I think that's where it starts. What did you love doing as a child? You know, like mm. how was your childhood? Mm. What did you do on a daily basis? Mm. The things that you did, what did your parents say to you? Did right. they support you or did they discourage you? Yeah, that's a big one. Because I think that, you know, our parents don't mean to, but I think they do discourage us more than they probably know or realize because they want to protect us, right? And we were talking a little bit about how we kind of have a similar story where I wanted to be an actress right? and you wanted to be an actor too? Exactly. I always wanted to be an actor. That's so cool. You know what my mom said? Yeah. Oh, don't be an actor. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, right. A lot of people want to be actors, but only those that are born into acting yeah. actually get the opportunity to be an actor. Yeah. You know what I did? I said, okay, okay, mom. I'm not going to yeah. be an actor anymore. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I said, okay, I, I want to be a poet. Oh. You know what she said? What? Poetry, that's something that you do on the side. That's not something that you do for the rest of your life. Mm. That's like a side gig. Mm. So I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell I want to be then. Right. Because those were the things that I loved to do on a daily basis as a child. Right. And then what we end up doing is, okay, mom or dad or whoever, teacher, whoever says, I can't do these things. These are the things I love. Therefore, I grow up thinking that the things that I love are not attainable. They're too big, right? And so what do we end up doing? We end up trying to conform and we say, okay, mom, what do you think I should do? Exactly. Right. And then we realize that we are not living for ourselves, we're yeah. living for other people. Oh, yeah. And then we're never happy because we're trying to reach the expectations of others. Whether it's our friends, whether it's our parents, whether it's our professors, anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people are not happy. I wish that they taught a class on this in middle school. I mean, I would love, this is one of the things that Ben Motives and I want to do. We want to go into schools to tell kids, whatever it is that you want to do, just do it. Because kids know it's society that really fucks it up. Right. You know, telling us that we're limited. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kids know. Yeah. Uh, what's happening now? A kid is in class and a kid, a kid is drawing, right? Right. Oh, he's distracted. <laughs> oh, He's disturbing the class. Give him some Adderall. Right? <laughs> like, what's going on right now? I know it's so fucked up. Kids are very creative. Mm -hmm. Very creative. And we're taking that creativity from them. We're taking it away from them. We're saying, stop it. Right? 
this is why a lot of our listeners, you know, are in recovery, just like myself. And Ben and I, you know, have experience with doing addiction groups and uh, and things like this, and and helping out people in recovery. And a lot a lot of people in recovery say the same thing that they were rejected, that they have low self esteem, low self worth, you know, things like this most likely to do with what someone told them wasn't okay or wasn't good, right? And you just start to think that, you know, nothing you do is good enough. So what do you do? Well, you end up using drugs. Exactly. It's a big part of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you wanna find your passion? That's the first thing you gotta do. Remember what you love doing as a child. Yeah. The second thing mm-hmm. you gotta do, you gotta try out different things. Some people are way too confident. You got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Figure out the things that you struggle with. Yeah. And do it. You got to challenge yourself. The things you're afraid to do. Yes. Right. Right. So like, um, for instance, you know, I, you know, I'm funny and I'm goofy. Right. And so in order to challenge myself, what I did was a few years back, I made a decision. I was going to, uh, actually, it wasn't even me. It was a friend of mine. And this goes into, this ties into what we're going to be talking about next. But it was a friend of mine. She signed me up for a comedy show, right? And she said, I signed you up for open mic night. You're going on stage because you're so funny, right? Now, if I had done that myself, I would have never done that myself because I was, I mean, I was scared of fucking my own shadow, right? She said, you got to do it. But because she signed me up, I had to do it. So like all of my coworkers, everybody went to the comedy show. Oh, man. I was up there. I had like a five minute spot. I had the place fucking roaring, right? It was my first time on stage. I never felt so alive in my fucking life, right? I was terrified, terrified. I was sweating bullets. I was nuts. But it was, I didn't sleep for a week. I was so high on adrenaline and I kept going back and kept going back and kept going back. Wow. The first night, man, that I was on that stage, the producer came up to me and he wanted me on hosting a fucking show. Whoa. Right? I swear to God. And so I'm like, yo, I said, all right, right? Like, I'm like going along with it. But he says, have you ever done this before? And I'm like, uh, he said, you've never done this before? Is a no. And he's like, okay, all right. Well, then we're gonna wait. I'm not gonna have you do anything yet. But like, you know, I was so it was it was so natural to me. And I went up there and I did what I was afraid to do, and there, there, there it was. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. You would have never knew that if you didn't try something different. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people don't know what they're good at mm-hmm. because they never tried. Mm-hmm. You gotta at least try. Absolutely. What's the worst that could happen? Right. You got nothing to lose. Nothing. You know, if anything, someone will confirm for you. You know, if you think you're not good at something, you try it out. They say, you know what? That's just not your thing. Okay. That's that. My life isn't over. I think a lot of people think their life is going to be over if they figure that out. But at least you can figure it out and you can move on with your life. Right. But most of the time when you do this shit that you're afraid of, what really ends up happening is you get this confirmation that that is what you're supposed to do. You know where that confirmation comes from? Where? It builds your confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 Isn't that the best feeling in the world? The best feeling. When they're like, you know, yeah. Right? <laughs> they're applauding you, it right? Reinforcement. Absolutely. 
Hey. And then you do it again and again and again. Oh, it's a high. And you get better and better and better. You know it. You right? know it. You know it. Exactly. Yeah. So get out of your comfort zone. Try something new. Okay. So another thing that I think people struggle with, right, is like you'll ask somebody, I know people asked me all throughout my life, like, what is it that you like? You know, if I had issues figuring it out, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And they would say, well, what is it that you like to do? And I, I felt like that was such a general broad question because I'm the kind of person that likes a lot of things. You're the kind of person too. You seem to like a lot of things, right? You know, how do you pinpoint what it is that you like? Right. right. And for me, I kind of, I had to figure out more so not what I liked, but what I didn't like in order to figure out what I liked. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. So like when I was a waitress, and I think everybody should be a waitress at some point in their lives, because that's <laughs> how you really learn about people and patience and tolerance and acceptance. But when I was a waitress, I realized how much I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be the person waiting on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like I figured that out. I wanted to be the person people were waiting on, you know? And I don't know if that sounds kind of fucked up or not, but I just, I knew that's not what I really liked. I wanted something more for you myself. You wanted something more. Yeah. So yeah. that's perfect. That's a good way of understanding it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you do the things and you realize that you don't like them. Mm -hmm. And then it actually motivates you to do something different. Yeah. It's like, I can't do this anymore, man. Yeah. I, I gotta get out of this. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna live the rest of my life doing this. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And guess what? Yeah. Until you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm -hmm. that's the moment that you're gonna make that difference mm -hmm. in your life. Absolutely. And you know, that's such a great point because Ben, I think there's so many people out there, and I know there's somebody listening right now that thinks it's normal to be miserable like that, right? Every day. But the truth is, you don't have to do what you don't like to do just because of a paycheck. You don't have to do it. You don't. Right? You don't. There are other ways. Like you can get out of your fucking miserable job and you can like call up Amazon, right? Like I got a thing on my phone the other day. It was like, no, we're hiring people for Amazon.com to work from home. Like, you know, it's that fucking easy. 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 Especially like, with so many advantages in technology. Oh my God. You have absolutely no excuse. No, no excuse. No excuse. Right. Right. So stop whining, stop saying how miserable you are and just get the fuck out of it. If you don't like it, right? Just do something about it. Do something about it. Talk is cheap. Oh. Take action. Tell me about it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. All right. Now, the next strategy that we kind of were going over was kind of paying attention to what people see in you. Yes. Yeah. Elaborate on that for me. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, we are so hard on ourselves. We don't see anything good in ourselves. Mm -hmm. We beat ourselves up constantly. Mm -hmm. But guess what? What? Sometimes other people see things in us that we cannot see in ourselves. So true. You know, you think about a picture frame. Yeah. The person in the picture frame cannot see themselves. Mm. 
but the person standing outside of the picture frame can see the person inside of the picture frame. What the fuck, Ben? Like, you just blew my mind. What kind of mind-blowing shit is that? Did you just come up with that all by yourself? Of course. You've been... <laughs> okay, so let me rephrase this. So the person in the picture frame cannot see themselves, but the person on the outside looking in can. Yes. Ah, okay. So, and they're seeing reality, right? Exactly. Because we're our perspectives are very skewed, right? They're as a result of all of our experiences. Some of us have had really negative experiences. So you have this tunnel vision, right? And we need somebody objective to really say, hey, you know, hey, Jill, hey, Julie, or hey, Ted, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think you need to look at this, yeah. whether it's good or bad. Whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you beat yourself up, mm -hmm. you overthink. Yeah. You overthink. And sometimes we need somebody to say, hey, hey, Ben, what's going on, man? Mm -hmm. Why, what's going on with you? Mm -hmm. You're bad at this? Okay, but you're also good at this. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I look at you, I see strength. I see determination. Yeah. I see confidence. Mm -hmm. What do you see when you look at yourself? Because whatever you see when you look at yourself, it's the lies that people have been telling you. And it's also the lie that you've been telling yourself for your entire life. Right. Right. Yes. Like, what if? you looked in the mirror and you made a decision right now to tell yourself something different about yourself. Instead of always saying, oh, I'm overweight, or I'm just using my own example, like I'm overweight or, you know, oh, I wish, you know, uh, my hair was different or, you know, this was different or whatever. And then, you know, what if you changed your story? Like, what if you looked in the mirror and you're like, you're big and beautiful, right? Right. Or like your hair is amazing. A lot of people want it, you know, right? And you just change the way you talk to yourself. It, it's life changing. Life changing, right? Because that's really where it starts: is being able to like look at yourself and accept and love what you have. Gotta love yourself, right? Gotta love yourself. You gotta accept yourself. Yeah. And one thing you gotta stop doing is comparing yourself to oh. other people. Oh my god. Everybody's different, everybody's unique, and you gotta fall in love with that. Oh my god, so true. So true. There is nothing more depressing than living your life. And I speak on personal experience on this, because I've done this literally probably up until like a year ago. <laughs> until I finally figured it out, right? Comparing yourself to other people is absolutely Horrible. Horrible. It's so horrible. Guess what happens? Mm. You compare yourself to other people. And if that, if that person is somewhere that you want to be and you're not there, you're going to get jealous. Mm -hmm. You're going to become envious. I always yeah. tell people, focus on your life, man. Yeah. Focus on your life. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Everybody... Everybody is climbing up the ladder on a different pace. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter where they are. Mm -hmm. You should be your only competition. 
Sure, sure, sure. Because you have your own personal contributions to the world, you know? And, and if you're not in touch with that, you're trying to be somebody else. You know, that person already exists, you know? It's like a BMW trying to be a fucking Maserati. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're never going to be that. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to be that because you're a BMW and you're beautiful. Exactly. Just the way you are, right? And a lot of people want you too, right? So, like, I have a colleague that says to me all the time, he's like, <laughs> he has no problem with confidence whatsoever. And he's like, there's a market for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he's talking about himself, right? And I, I love that. That is so true. There are people that love you for you just the way you are. And it's so sad that there's so many people that aren't, that, that are so afraid to be themselves because you're missing out on so many people that would, they're looking for a person just like you. Right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some great strategies. Uh, so, you know, I mean, just, you know, taking a look at this, it, get out of your comfort zone, try something fresh, try something that scares you, see how that feels. That's going to start the process of getting on a higher frequency and kind of uh, seeing what makes you tick, right? right. Got to get out there and try it. And then if you don't know what you like, try to think about what you don't like. You know, you'll be able to figure out what you like real quick, right? And remember what you loved doing as a child. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Probably the most important one. Remembering what fired you up when you were young. What made you really happy? Because you knew. You knew. It was taken from you, but you knew. And you still know. Yeah. It's still in there. Yeah, it's still in there. And then um, what are the things that people see in you? And are you being too hard on yourself? You probably are. Right? Excellent. Excellent. Well, this was a great segment. And I think that there's a lot of people listening out there today that got a lot out of this. I mean, I know I did just listening to this. I'm sure you did, Ben, just talking about this. I mean, it's a great topic. Um, and, and it's so important for so many people because I think it's really an epidemic right now yes. for a lot of people. You know, they don't know what to do with their lives. Right. Yeah. 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 So, well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next Monday for another episode. We'll keep you posted. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great Memorial Day.